0: Indeed, it is uh, ten past four and continuing with reaction to the ICJ ruling that was handed down a bit earlier on. We're in conversation next with Dr. Chris Landsberg, who's the chair of the African Diplomacy and Foreign Policy at the University of Johannesburg. Any moment from now, as you just heard in the news, um, the president is expected to address the nation following this ruling that has been made um, by the ICJ. Let's now speak to Dr. Chris Landsberg, a chair of African Diplomacy and Foreign Policy at the University of Johannesburg. Dr. Dr. good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Your take on how um, the panel of judges um, worked around the allegations that have been made by South Africa and also the order that South Africa was seeking. The major one, of course, was an immediate ceasefire, but they didn't win.
1: Yeah, I like, I like, well, two things, uh, Elvis. I like the way you, um, you phrased it. Um, my take on how the... Um, judges worked around the issue i mean i really think that for me is is so um um uh, so spot only put um and then you say uh, that then you make the second point um that i will take um, uh, issue with, and it's not against you it's just a general um uh, lexicon and narrative that I hear out there about who of the two sides win. So I tell you what, to answer your first question, what I take uh, of, um, or what I make of how the judges worked around this thing. Um, it says a lot about this discipline of mine, uh, international relations, uh, and it's at times a deeply, Frustrating, um, unhelpful um, uh, discipline uh, with practices, rules, norms uh, that doesn't always take us forward in the world. Uh, in a nutshell, let me tell you what this, the outcome of this says to me. The fact that these judges could not even utter the words that um, we don't think Israel should implement a ceasefire. They just evaded the question of um, uh, a ceasefire. Uh, they should or, or, or they shouldn't. Uh, I think it's deeply disappointing. In other words, they they almost skated around uh, the issue. In a nutshell, uh, Aldrin, where are we? Um, Israel has been clearly warned from the first sentence by the judge president that there are signs of genocidal action and they should bring it to an end they should change their conduct in the war they secondly said israel better take charge of the behavior of quote-unquote its armed forces who are who seems to be um perpetrating these kinds uh uh of acts Uh, The greatest breakthrough is to expect uh, a radical change in Israeli behavior when it comes to humanitarian aid, the destruction of society, property, um, uh, and the like. Um, But in a nutshell, uh, Israel is allowed to continue to go after uh, Hamas, but they shouldn't kill um, human beings. I just can't see that Happening. Uh, And and just finally, what I predict for you is going to happen in the next weeks, uh, Aldrin. Watch how different constituencies who um, opted for different positions on uh, this war since the 7th of October, either pro um, Palestinian or pro Israeli, they all will take things out of this decision to say. It was a victory for us. For
0: who was this victory? Is it for Palestinians?
1: No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying. Okay. So let's take the supporters of Israel who said that Israel has a right to defend itself and to go after Hamas. They're going to take the court decision and they're going to interpret the fact that there was no ruling in favor of an immediate ceasefire, and for Israel to therefore continue mm-hmm. to uh, with its military campaign against Hamas, they're going to interpret that as a victory for them. Yeah. that's what they're going to take out of the court ruling. Those like our own country, who's been in the forefront, uh, particularly on the eight um, on the eight front, uh, on. Uh, saving lives, on preventing genocidal action, they're going to interpret it as a victory uh, for them. Um, What I'm saying to you here, it's almost like, uh, in short, it's almost like the the court decision reads for me like uh, a preemption of what's likely to happen in Two weeks or so when the UN Security Council mm-hmm. has to decide and it was an attempt to to avoid a likely veto by one or two powers. Yeah. And then
0: on the issue around humanitarian aid, take immediate and effective measures to allow basic services and humanitarian assistance um, to Gaza. And we heard the quote uh, from the energy minister as well as the defense minister in the issue around they won't res- there won't be no water, um, there won't be no electricity. Of course, that happened during during October. Those were the remarks that have been made. Some of it at least have been restored. But what we realized as well with the United Nations Security Council that even an order or a resolution from the United Nations Security Council to allow for aid to pass through was even difficult to get there to that particular point. And the court emphasizing sure. that that this order is binding. What does this then Absolutely. mean going forward? especially Absolutely. To- and, and,
1: and, and let's give the court some some serious credit on this particular point. The court did not mince its words on the humanitarian uh, catastrophe that's going on in Palestine. And it immediately ordered Israel to stop the, the bombing of infrastructure uh, of human beings, of human life, uh, of water, of basic essentials, of turning um, Palestine into uh, a never uh, into a Neverland, and Israel is expected to abide by that. The, the, the court was emphatic: it should stop, and um, uh, uh, and humanitarian aid must resume immediately, and Israel should stop being, to put it mildly. Um, because she just can't find strongly enough words, um, should stop uh, being the, the 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 gatekeeper, the spoiler, and all of that. But Israel has come out less than forty minutes after the court ruling, rejecting the ruling in its entirety. Remember what the court also did, Eldrin. Um, um, just on, in terms of your um, point about humanitarian aid, it was emphatic in saying. And all the political figures and all government figures and everybody with authority should stop their genocidal incitement, words, languages, and the like. Israel clearly rejected that. They don't like that. Uh, And you know why, uh, Eldrin Sampir? Because, uh, Eldren, because um, Israel has uh, made up its mind is going for a total war and nothing will stop it. But for Israel to 40 minutes after the court ruling to to reject the ruling in its entirety, uh it's sad. What I'm trying to say in a nutshell in a nutshell that we're gonna see more divisions playing itself out in the last few years. I don't see much change on the part of Of Israel, I can predict for you, one month from today, the judge was very clear, one month from today, Israel must give them a report on how they've changed their conduct and do all of these things that the court has asked. Israel is just going to go and say, whether they kill more people tomorrow or next week, they're going to say, we've done it. We've done so. One month from today, they're going to say, but we did stop uh, bombing more uh, infrastructure, and more water facilities and more food facilities. And we did allow more trucks to go in. So it's almost like we find ourselves in this limbo. And here I can only agree with Professor Thomas Hausen, what the UN has showed again, what the world order has showed us again, is that the ability to enforce rules commonly without one or two states behaving like the sheriff We simply lack that authority, um, and it doesn't say about well for this discipline that I've studied.
0: Um, I see that Benjamin Netanyahu has issued a statement. Can I just quickly read it uh, for you, Dr. Lensberg, and then I'd love to hear your Please. response. So he says that Israel's commitment to international law is unwavering. Equally unwavering is our sacred commitment to continue to defend our country and defend our people. Like every country, Israel has an inherent right to defend itself. The vile attempt to deny Israel this fundamental right is blatant discrimination against the Jewish state, and it was justly rejected. The charge of genocide. Level against Israel is not only false, it's outrageous, and decent people everywhere should reject it. On the eve of the International Holocaust Remembrance Day, I again pledge as Prime Minister of Israel never again. Israel will continue to defend itself against Hamas, a genocidal terror organization. On October the 7th, Hamas perpetrated the most horrific atrocities against the Jewish people since the Holocaust, and it vows to repeat these atrocities again and again and again. Our war is against Hamas terrorists, not against Palestinian civilians. We will continue to facilitate humanitarian assistance and to do our utmost to keep civilians out of harm's way, even as Hamas uses civilians as human shields. We continue to do what is necessary to defend our country and to defend our people. Your interpretation of what he had to say there.
1: Right. So, So, so let's just start with one sentence. So what did the Prime Minister not say? He did not say um, there'll be a short truce. Um, we will seek peace. Uh, there, uh, there's likely to be negotiations. Uh, nor did he say we're going to stop um, with the war against Hamas. So uh, that's that's going to continue. We will continue to abide by international law, saying we will try not to defy. Uh, the court's uh, ruling. But then you mentioned three very, very important points. First, we take the strongest exceptions to any accusations of genocide and of being genocidal. Remember what the judge president said in a very first sentence. There, There seems to be potential signs of genocidal actions hence this thing of it was a preliminary statement and it must now be investigated he rejects that even the even the even the uh, plausible signs of genocidal action he rejects that but then he made um, the most avowed statement this is made um, probably more than he made any other statement since the start of this war Israel has the right, like any country, to defend itself, and we are not going to stop to do that. And there was not there was not a veiled warning. Eh? There was not a threat. Uh, we're going to continue with this uh, with this war, and we will do everything in our power uh, to save civilians, uh, and we will abide by the humanitarian aid. Guess what? Status quo. It's going to continue. Um, Um, and different camps in the world uh, and in different forests of the world um, will continue to disagree on this thing. I just want to end on two positive notes, though, on two positive notes, um, whether you have other questions or not. And that is that uh, on the 17th of next month, there's another ICJ case uh, on humanitarian aid in particular, on Palestine. Then uh, Turkey and another state said after the South African case they're going to take a case uh, against Israel to, to the ICJ. So I'm afraid, um, Eldrin, um, uh, this is going to keep us busy for years to come, um, and we're going to be in and out of courts. Uh, and what is at play here? America will never ever allow itself or Israel or any of its allies who just happen to be largely Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-American, Caucasian uh, countries uh, to be accused of crimes against humanity, of genocide, uh, and of having committed uh, a holocaust, um, whether they do so or not. They they avoiding that um, with all their might, and they will not allow anybody, and they will fight it and get the best curas um, in the world, and if that fails, then they will just defy international order and international norms and international institutions. That's the mood that the world's hegemon and its allies are in, and that's the statement that the Prime Minister of Israel just made.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Chris Lensburg, the chair of the African Diplomacy and Foreign Policy at the University of Johannesburg.